Welcome to Refresh, a show about things we plug in, program, and play with. I'm Alex Cox, and I'm the senior producer at Cards Against Humanity. And I'm James T. Green, an independent designer and developer. So, before we even jump in, right before we hopped into the studio, you were asking me, what the hell does WID mean? Yes. All right, so I'm going to give you a brief history of WID. All right. So, I made a slight WID joke using our fabulous Twitter account. If you're not following us, you should at underscore refresh FM. Is that it? Or is it refresh FM? Hmm. You know what? Hmm. I don't even know our own Twitter. And that is a problem. We're anyway. professionals. <laughs> anyway, once we figure that out, underscore refresh FM. Underscore refresh FM. I made a WID joke using, in fact, Craig Federici. And mm, w- Silver Fox. So WID means what you doing and it's pretty much <laughs> it's pretty much the text that's sent if you're trying to get some booty oh so you just send uh just send a wyd especially if it is after 9 p.m sometimes after 10 p.m and obviously what you doing if you up and you're texting that that means you want to ask so is this like a slightly classier version of dtf Oh yeah. Totally, uh, okay. Totally. And a little a little less than Netflix and Chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, Netflix and Chill is like is is out. It's played it's out. Netflix, Netflix and Chill is played out. Uh, yeah. So WYD, it's been around for a while, but I figured why not have a little fun with our Twitter account. <laughs> so, what you got for us this week, Alex? Uh, well, so Fast Company did a cover story for Apple, and uh, I don't know, this article didn't seem that substantial. I don't even remember what it's (laughs) called. Uh, Playing the long game inside Tim Cook's Apple. Ooh, long games. Yeah. (laughs) 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 W-Y-D. I didn't even go there. Thank you, though. Yeah. and, and I think there's a very telling quote. Uh, Traditionally, Apple execs give interviews only when the company has a new product to hawk. Often, Jobs would only cooperate with magazines that promised to photograph him alongside the company's devices. So <laughs> I, I think it was Fast Company was like, yeah, we are jumping on this because it's Apple. How can you not make Apple like the, the cover story? Right, so. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump right into this. So the main thing, as I said, I mean, as you said, sorry. Whoa, I just like male privileged my ass Mm. right up in there. As you said, was that it really didn't feel like there was much there. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like looking at it as like someone who does this type of thing kind of for a living. It almost seemed like they only got like 15 minutes of tape (laughs) with the three of them. Right. And just pulled out like select quotes of them just like warming up. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a lot of description of the ambiance and everything. But my favorite part of this whole entire interview was how <laughs> they made two instances to particularly point out what Eddie Q was wearing. <laughs> so my favorite quote <laughs> is sporting an untucked apricot camp shirt and blue jeans <laughs> over camouflage socks <laughs> and a pair of blue leather leather racing shoes from germany now can we take a minute to oh break God. down this wardrobe choice here i do we okay so <laughs> I, I don't know how like i have been sort of a, a-, a- apple rumors glutton for for let's say over a decade now and I, I feel like we've really reached p- 
he uh do you remember valley wag oh i do oh i do yeah it, it's like we we reached peak valley wag when there was all this like twitter hubbub about oh man wh- which execs are wearing a tucked in shirt or not yeah. and then uh there was a there was a sports ball game i believe where eddie key was wearing flip-flops and yeah. <laughs> like oh so i'm gonna have a hot take real quick so uh, all right, there bring was it on. so there was a call out that he is wearing blue leather racing shoes so that is even more further indication that Apple is making a car because they're obviously <laughs> testing out these blue leather racing shoes made from the same material as the leather Apple watch band. Boom. Uh, Hire me, Bloomberg. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a Mark Herman <laughs> level shit. Um, I, yeah, I don't, man, that's... Can I give you my second favorite Eddie Q quote? Oh, please do. And it's, it's like, it's almost like low key shade, but not really. So they were like, says Q, who somehow manages to look both like a man who just woke up and a compact ball of <laughs> perpetual energy. Like <laughs> this, this is just trying so hard to be like a, a inside Apple feature. Pe- in- oh, man. Yeah. And I, I wonder, like, would this have happened if. Uh, the, so if you're listening oh, I to this you podcast, to, I thought you were about to say the terrible phrase. <laughs> oh, what was the terrible phrase? Would this have happened if jobs were? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> That's no. what I thought you were about to uh, say. Would this, would, would, would flip-flops be allowed if Steve, of course it would. He didn't wear shoes. Anyway, uh, if, if you're a listener to Refresh, I'm sure you know that, uh, Eddie Q was in a bunch of meetings with like cable companies and the, and I guess he, he wore like gym shoes without socks and it got leaked that, uh, they were like, oh, he's pretentious. I'm like, well, aren't you pretentious for being mad about, and also that's gross. Uh, I yeah. this is so stupid. Why are we talking about, why are we feeding into this? Because verbal it's, of blah, blah, blah. because it's fun because it's fun because honestly i'm imagining what color camouflage was underneath these blue racing shoes <laughs> like i can't help but think about that i i mean well you're a very fashionable person yeah do, do, are i'm wearing you upset? red pants right now yeah are, are you upset by eddie q's you know dress? yeah so <clears throat> so this is all in Dependence if like what color camouflage is happening here I because see. and also what color blue that mm. we're talking about here are we talking like a cobalt are we talking a turquoise <laughs> are we talking a navy oh now God. that paired up with this apricot you know if it's no. like a navy leather racing shoe with an apricot i could see it only working if you have like a gray camouflage sock also how tall are the socks are we talking calf length? Are we talking ankle length? Ankle length might not be too bad, but if Q is out here rocking calf socks that are green camouflage with like a fucking turquoise racing shoe, I'm like, man, you know, he might be ahead of the time. No, we might all be rocking no. leather racing shoes. All right, even as somebody who wears exactly the same style of shirt every day, no, no. <laughs> and James is editing this episode, so I know all of the fashion stuff is going to stay. Oh, this is all staying stay in. good. Um, and speaking of fashion, oh. can can we talk uh, about Craig? Because like, I think this is probably the best photo I've ever seen of Craig. Mm-hmm. You know, like the shirt looks good. I mean, it looks like a nice cut Oxford shirt. Um, the sleeves, sleeves look a little long, don't you think? I don't know. He looks, <laughs> I feel like he looks very, 
he oh, definitely, actually, he, you're right. Yeah, the sleeves look a little bit long. And you know, the shirt's untucked. Mm. Yeah, I'm about to say, and you could have ran it, you know, on the iron a little bit. But, you know, who's, <laughs> you know, who's judging here? Who's judging? I feel like this is a new format of the show. We should we should talk fashion more often, oh, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, I'm enthusiastic <laughs> about that. So also, aside from like the fabulous fashion and the fact that Eddie Q did not even have any kind of photo in this, which is a bummer. I wonder if there, they did I, I noticed a lot. <laughs> I know maybe you know, it would have been too fly. I noticed that there were uh, so many references to jobs in this piece. Like yeah. it was like, how do you feel about that? Eh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I wanted to talk about this story mostly because of the accompanying story that they kind of threw in about uh, Bo- Bozama St. John. But yeah. Uh, there were there were a couple interesting. Yeah, uh, it, it felt like a lot of would this happen if Steve Jobs died? Something something money earnings calls. Um, eh, I don't know. I'm I'm very sort of. You you need to put that in there. I feel like as 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 a big company like the, this article isn't written for us. This mm. is written for people at the airport who see. I actually don't even know ah. what the cover looked like. Like they see Tim Cook or they see an apple and they they pick it up. Um, so I I don't know. And and you know they talk about like oh behind. But one thing that was interesting is. <laughs> Well, first of all, they kind of they threw uh, Scott Forstall under the bus a couple yes. times. Yes, yes. Oh, there was some serious shade thrown. They were uh, they were they were wrong for that. <laughs> Poor Scott Forstall. He's I, out there. You know, isn't he an investor? Man, we're getting real value wag right now. Isn't oh he an investor at Snapchat? I, and they're having like that whole kerfluffle with oh, like oh fuck with using like pretty much yellow face. Oh my god, I saw that and I thought it was like a click hole piece. Yeah, I thought it was fake, too, until I read the medium piece that oh, was like, wow. whoa, this is real. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Scott Forstall out here, out here failing. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, is he really, though? I mean, he's going to be fine. He's a rich white dude. Yeah. He's going to be I, fine. I, here's why I say poor guy. Um, I think that he wanted to be the next Jobs and... I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about Scott Forstall because he seemed like such a big dick. And uh, it, I don't know. Like, it it now feels like, so but before Steve died, it was, it was a circle jerk. But now it's a different kind of circle jerk. And <laughs> uh, For, Forstall, I think... You know, he really pushed, he was pushing back against the whole flat design and he was like, he kept the maps team small to, which ended up being a disaster. Um, Like I'm, I'm super excited to hear that like Siri is getting a bigger team and maps is getting a bigger team. Um, But I, I, I don't know. I, to be to be clear, I am not being like, well, if Steve were alive, or being like, oh, Apple's going downhill. I just think it is interesting, like seeing because this is really all we know about like the culture of Apple. Um, what from and, these interviews? Yeah, and stuff? like interviews like this, and you know, the the becoming Steve Jobs as well as the, the official biography of Steve Jobs and. Uh, and all th- the talk show appearances. 
what talk show appearances? On on the um, talk show podcast. The oh right 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 yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm like when what like Kimmel? Um, <laughs> Kimmel of all of them? Yeah. I, it, well, <laughs> that says a lot. Yep. My. Uh, all right, Alex. Can you tell that I am from the suburbs? Anyway, <laughs> I I really. Oh guys, let's go watch some Kimmel. Uh, <laughs> so so can I share a crackpot theory? Oh sure. Why not? Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, they, they do bring up the idea that Apple is really behind an AI. Oh, oh, and I do like uh, that they explain that like AI is now considered all even low-level machine learning. And I'm Ooh. like, okay, cool, dude. Like, you you recognize that. Ooh, um, little, little roboism shout out. Yeah, Perhaps mm-hmm. this journalism, this journalist. Re- listens to Robo's. Oh, uh, shut up, Chase. No, um, <laughs> yes, because definitely we are the leading experts on artificial intelligence. Oh man, uh, send send your tweets to at Roboismcast. <laughs> A- anyway, um, I what if Apple is just c- kind of you know they're not pulling out their dicks. And they are, uh, I'm going to make this as heteronormative and masculine as possible. They're keeping their their metaphorical dicks in their pants. Thank God it's metaphorical. Yep. um, And they're going to just blow us away in a few years. Why are you using all this? these words of blowing and well, dicks. No, like it's, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, God. if I was going to be metaphorically blown by Apple, I would not, <laughs> I, I wouldn't object oh. to it. Uh, but all right. No. Okay. So, uh, so they were gonna, the first. <laughs> I'm going to walk right out. Wow. There's like, I, I feel like there's a lot of internalized misogyny in my head today just yes. because of with all the, the Twitter stuff. And I'm Jeez. just like, yeah. Jeez uh, all right. Well, well. So they bought Siri, right? And that was a huge, huge thing. And uh, now it's like real. Like, like the car is real. So what if, what if a very smart version of Siri is on the way and is happening? Mm-hmm. But you know, Siri still now. The other day, I was uh, doing the thing where I was like driving away from the office, and I'm like, Siri, call blah blah blah, and. And uh, it, it was like, oh, sorry, I can't connect to the inter- internet. And I'm like, oh, right, because it's transitioning from the Wi-Fi back mm-hmm. to LTE. And I completely forgot that Siri runs on Wi-Fi. Like, you, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So I, with everything that's happening, uh, man, this is so boring. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I do think that they're going to blow us all the way. That this is a Hamilton reference, not a blowjob reference. Right. Uh, we're going to be blown away by Siri in a few years. Okay. So now that we're done talking about, you know, these these white men, can we can we talk about Bazoma for Yes, please. Please, please, please. please, please. All right. So personally, I really wish that the style of interviews were reversed. Oh god, yes. <laughs> of these two, yes. I would have definitely preferred having like a longer form piece of of her story. And not told in this bullshit, almost like side column, Q and A, five mm-hmm. questions, and type thing. I would have loved for them to go in with the type of care that they padded the previous uh, article with into Bozomos. I I have two sort of trains of thought on this. Okay, and oh. at first I was like, well, why not put her in? Like, come on, and it, so. It, 
if they put her in the main feature, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's there's a side a side uh, story um, called that from Fast Company called Apple's Music Bosomo St. John. St. John. It's about passion, not algorithms, which is the dumbest title, but whatever. <laughs> um, Gotta get them clicks. And, <laughs> and and so at the top of like every fast company story, it says how long the read is, and uh, the the feature is just says long read, and <laughs> the Apple Music one is seven minute read. Anyway, yeah. at first I'm like, why didn't they just put this in here? And then I was like, would would they kind of be shoehorning her in, like? Because there's no other sort of uh, low level, not low level, but you know, lower level Apple execs in the other piece, and she would have been. I feel like she would have been lost if they, you know, went into Ive and um, Schiller and then put her in. L- like the first question, I think, is perfect. They ask, why hadn't we seen you before in an Apple event? And she says, well, darling, we're only in year two, which <laughs> which is like fair, I, I think. Right, right. Um, and at the same time, I feel like more people have read this. Like she's not getting lost. Oh, yeah. oh, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know what which had been better, <laughs> um, but I really enjoy this. And I, I feel like this is, so it's written by two different people. And I think that, uh, Mark Sullivan, who I'm not, I'm not familiar with him, but he, I think he did put as much care into it as, as possible. Um, so I don't know. What, what do you think? Okay. So I have, um, so I have a couple, uh, trains of thought, mm-hmm. um, with this. So overall I thought it was interesting. Like I didn't know her backstory of her Ghana roots and everything of the sort. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it was really cool to read that. But I did have a problem with the very last question. And I'll just read to it verbatim. So the question was, what can you tell me about what you've learned about race and gender in corporate America? Some women and minorities have described the feeling of having to be twice as good to get where they want to go. Mm -hmm. So I understand why this question was brought about, mainly because Aside from, I forgot the name of uh, the woman who was on stage at not the last keynote, but I think it was the one with the Apple TV who spoke about the environment, who was also a black woman. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's not that many black women that are on stage at Apple events. And I understand why this reporter did this. At the same time, it's something that I don't really know how to describe, but it's something I've been really aware of lately. So there was a piece that was written about the creator of the television show Blackish. If you're mm-hmm. unfamiliar with that show, it's on ABC. Um, it's a family uh, comedy slash drama sitcom. Um, this follows like a black family out in, I believe, L.A. And the creator was discussing how when you're continually bringing up the conversation about diversity, um, it's kind of. This, um, it, it does it kind of rubs things the wrong way because you're not asking white people the same questions mm-hmm. about that. You're only asking the people of color on television or queer people on mm-hmm. television these questions. So when I saw this question asked on Bozoma's piece, it made me wonder, why didn't you ask Tim Cook this question? Because he's, he's one that always tries to champion diversity and everything. You know, why didn't you ask him that question, too? And it seemed like this question was plugged at the very end. It was like, tell us about Apple Music. 
tell me about being black. All right, peace is over. That's what it felt like. And like I under, like I understand why it's there. Um, you know, I understand why journalists are going to ask that. I don't know what kind of pressure was put on uh the writer at Fastco to put this out there, but it was something where it's like, hmm, hmm. It's, like wondering the motives behind it, you know? Well, because it's a standard basic ass question that you ask uh women minorities like it just it's 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 almost like it's just in the playbook you know right but and i think we've talked about this i really hate being on panels at conventions that's like women in gaming women in podcasting women blah, 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 mm-hmm. like uh or diversity in x oh god and it, <laughs> it and, really and, is yeah and, and those sort of things like need to be talked about but when it's moderated by a white guy like what are but but in the end you end up just like spouting the same stuff that literally anyone with google can find out yeah you you spout things over and over again that it's like all right how many times do we need to talk about this before people get it like right um but she had the most boss answer (laughs) like like that is why i'm glad this was included because if can can i read the answer she gave go for it yeah um so this is to the question, basically, like, what's it like being a black woman? Um, and she, like, that's that, that's what it is. What's it like being a black it's woman a very, at Apple? It's a, it's a, I mean, just, why, why didn't they that just ask a loaded it like question. that? Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, like, like load it up. Like, if you're going to ask that question, just I, I feel like that is a better question, honestly, because yeah. it's don't it, don't tiptoe. Yeah. What are you from Minnesota? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. And she says, I always find that question quite funny because I don't have have another experience. The experience I have is this. This body, this is it. I don't have anything else to compare it to. Frankly, I think it's unfair to me if I did it to myself to say, I wonder how this experience has been different to mine. I would undercut my own successes and my own passion and my own journey. I really don't do that. This experience is what I have. Do I work hard? Hell yeah. Am I passionate about what I do? Yes. Do I have a future in this? Absolutely. Do I hope nobody gets in my way? They better not. <laughs> just, just, woo. Oh, yeah. um, like, and like I felt like I heard the instrumental to Pray You Catch Me by Beyonce playing <laughs> <laughs> when, when you read that. <laughs> That's and I was just like, she was basically like, I don't want to answer that question because it is an unfair and dumb question. But she did right. not tip tiptoe. She just worded it. <laughs> She's just much more eloquent <laughs> than yeah. I. Hell yeah. <laughs> like that was low key a read. Mm-hmm. That was it was just like a read that was like slightly like you don't even deserve this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. I really, I, it, and just like, she is so professional, but does not, does not talk like a, an Apple, a typical, what we would see as a typical Apple executive. Like mm-hmm. no one is like, she, she talks in like the PR, like very like, this is our product and we love it, but in her voice. And I absolutely love it. Um, because I, I don't think that people have been, or or at least, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, Apple employees and executives have sort of been muted in the press. But I don't think their individual voices have intentionally been muted. It's just that they have a culture that that's how everybody talks, that this is how white guys talk. You know, it, it, oh, am yeah. I making sense? No, it makes complete sense. Um, like, it's, it's kind of like a homogenous thing if we want to yeah. get really navel-gazy here, mm-hmm. how podcasting can all, quote-unquote, sound the same, but it, in fact, sounds the same because it is the same 
sort of regionalistic um, people that start radio shows right. and have their friends. So, yeah, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, and I just found this so pleasant. Um, and, and another thing I saw this article linked to first, um, like I, I think yeah, it even had it. I think it had its own Twitter moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about how you used the Twitter app. So. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you said anyway. it with such earnest. Mm, I, I know. Uh, I give, hey, uh, I know that we are all pretentious techners here. Oh yeah, we are. But yeah. let's 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 uh, n- not all official Twitter. Cl- I don't know. <laughs> let's let's get rid of that joke. Anyway, uh, but yeah, like and and uh, during Fireball. Um, probably the the widest red <laughs> if you if you are a listener and you don't know who da- what daring fireball is uh i apologize see i and i make assumptions about our listeners too yeah, like yeah, um same, same. And I, you know what I think is really telling too. God's working on all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was really telling. Like we we didn't have our shows in the um, Google Play ecosystem, and because a, a ton of people use Android phones because Android phones are cheaper. And some mm-hmm. oh god, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. A lot of Android Choose phones, you can get a lot of, oh God, I used an Android phone the other day that was so good and it was like 200 bucks and I was like, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it was, no, like, and I was like, this is really great. And I, like, it was such a oversight by me to just assume that uh, folks would either use a nerdy third party app, like, um, yep. what's what's the new? Uh, uh, Pocket um, pocket yeah, pocket cast, and I believe Castro is mm-hmm. also on uh a- Android, and it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. But I just n- made a stupid assumption. Um, Look like at us. the the we're te- growing the, the the and the teens too. The teens <laughs> like uh like I don't want to s- say that uh like I don't know how do I choose my words carefully like that that. Like it's exciting because people who don't spend you know five hundred dollars on a phone every year are listening to show our shows, as well as younger people, um, as well as people who aren't Apple nerds, which is really cool. I don't know if you're listening to this show, but <laughs> all right. Thank you though. Uh, thank you for indulging us. Yeah. Um, also, Apple Music is on Android. <laughs> I did not know that. Hey, it's there. We go. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's let's do this. So do you have anything else um that you have going on before we close? Hmm. Hmm. Uh I r- read this article from from uh Bozama. It's really good. I yes. it's very short and sweet but great. Uh <laughs> had its own Twitter moment. Um what else? What else? <laughs> Let, I I would like to plug that um Post Loudness, the collective that we are a part of, will be at XOXO this year. Yes, we will. We're going to m- do some meetups and hangouts and have some drinking times, whether you drink alcohol or root beer or we'll soda, juice. whatever. Kombucha. Apple juice. <laughs> yes, as soon as we figure out the logistics and that, we will let all of you lovely nerds know. I mean, it's Portland. So really, if you just like make a circle, you'll probably run into us. <laughs> Um, and on my side, um, if you're in the Chicagoland area, I'm going to be doing a live show with my 
open-ended co-host at the Sounds Like Chicago Festival at the Steppenwolf Theater. And that is on the 17th, which will be as we launch this on Friday. It'll be on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, August 17th. So look out for open-ended and we shall be there. And if you want more of my bad WYD jokes, and <laughs> I always laugh at the number 69, you can follow me at underscore James T. Green on Twitter. I lied. I do have one more plug. Uh, oh, my co-host of Roboism, a show about robots and feminism, but mostly robots. Uh, my co-host of that show is hosting an official Chicagoland XOXO meetup. Yes. Um, and I'm using Chicagoland in the terms of Chicago plus the lands around it, not yes. like Chi-Town. Good. Oh, God. God. Uh, um <laughs> But uh, August 15th at Clark Street Ale at 6 p.m., look it up, or follow Savannah at Savannah Million on Twitter. And you can follow me at at Alex Cox, which is Alex C-O-X, not the other way. Um, (laughs) And and if you could leave us a rating on iTunes or recommend us in Star Us and Overcast, recommend us in Castro or Pocket Cast, both of which have had really cool overhauls lately. Yeah, that Pocket Uh, Cast one is looking really good. I I mean, Mm. so if Overcast didn't have the really cool, uh, like, it, it boosts and equalizes the sound for your iPhone speakers. If that didn't exist, I might, I might switch. The, Maybe yeah. I should give Pocket Cast another try. Who knows? Maybe we'll rate it um, in a coming up episode. Also, we'll RIP Instacast. I didn't know. I, I, was, <sighs> I didn't know that was dead. Let's have a moment of silence for Instacast. Hmm. Okay, if you had smart speed on, then we just pass right through that. So, and last but not least, you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at underscore refresh FM. Yes. Yes, there we go. There we go. Or you can find new episodes and old episodes in your favorite podcast player, Podcatcher. Is that what people call them? No. I don't even care. Or refresh.simplecast.fm. So, this has been another episode of Refresh where the F and F5. So I've got two. I got two. So I either have flaccid design because um, you talked about people what? flipping things on tables or forestall four truther. <laughs> I'm going to go with forestall truther. Wonderful. <laughs> See you later. See you next week. Post loud.